Beckman flushing New York. It's the New York Mets meeting the Milwaukee Braves. Rangel Beer brings you National League Baseball with the New York Mets. Rangel, New York City's largest selling beer. And what a remarkable thing that is. In New York, a city of so many different people with different tastes. One beer has become the favorite. Rangel Extra Dry. Now, we don't know why so many people like our beer, but we must be doing something right. Today's game is also brought to you by Viceroy. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. Well, hi, everybody. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kiner from the Chase Stadium. Final game of the three-game series between the Mets and the Milwaukee Braves. The starting pitchers warming up for Milwaukee, right-hander Bob Sadowski, and for the New York Mets, Dick Selma.
the leg as we get underway this afternoon. The Giants are leading the league. The Dodgers are half game back. Cincinnati a game and a half out. The Braves two and a half games back. Pittsburgh five and a half out. And the Phillies eight and a half games back. second appearance. He started the ball game for the New York Mets on the last road trip in St. Louis. Dick throws hard. Now the windup. Here's the pitch and the curve is inside. One ball, one strike. Now the fastball is taken and the count goes two and one on Mac Jones.
tomorrow, and the Reds are here Tuesday night. Pitching two and one, a foul ball back against the screen. It's two and two. The Braves and the Reds have the Reds schedule.
you can never be sure who's going to win a ball game until the last out. Might be a cliche, but the athletics proves that in 1925, playing against the Indians. Philadelphia got up in the eighth inning, trailing by a score of 15 to 4. But they didn't let that stop them. They tallied 13 times and they won the ball game 17 to 50. Think about that the next time your team is behind. And what say you think about Viceroy the next time you buy cigarettes? Because Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter. And not too light, like some others. You know the kind. They just never seem to satisfy your taste. But Viceroy. Viceroy is not too strong, not too light. Viceroy has got the filler for the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light.
Series opens Tuesday night with Ted McGraw against Jim O'Toole in all probability. Ted, the hard-throwing young left-hander from Vallejo, California, has five consecutive impressive starts behind him. Tickets for the Cincinnati Series and all remaining home games are on sale seven days a week here at Shea Stadium. The ticket window is at entrance B. For those of you who find it more convenient to get your Mets tickets while you're in Manhattan, tickets are on sale at Midtown Manhattan in the Long Island Railroad waiting room at Penn Station. Your cup of tea is the Grand Central Terminal. The ticket window is at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue ramp. On Long Island, the Mets have tickets on sale during regular store hours at Macy's in the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington. Remember, too, that reservations can be made for box and reserve seats at all Howard Close stores in the greater New York area. Pittsburgh will have a game to make up. They have been rained out today. Gene Oliver comes up against Dick Selma as we go to the second. Now Gene Oliver looks at a fastball that's over for a call strike. American League yesterday, the Minnesota Twins won and picked up another game. They now lead the Orioles and the White Sox by nine games. Top foul, back toward the crowd and out of play. They picked up a full game on both contenders because the Yankees beat the White Sox 3-1. Kansas City beat the Orioles 3-2. So the Minnesota Twins have a nine-game lead. Midwest, they're going to be making their plans for the World Series. One ball and two strikes on Gene Oliver. Oliver hitting 263. In the National League, it's something else again. And the fastball is over. Strike three. Oliver caught looking. Selma now has struck out four. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. 
under the knees on a fastball. One ball and no strikes for Sandy Alomar. Alomar hitting 261. Alomar is a right-hand batter. And he has great running speed. He had a triple in the game yesterday, and he was really flying going around to third. He puts one into the air, a foul ball back over into the crowd. put that speed to work and try and punt for a base hit, but he brought the ball foul. He was trying to push it between the mound and first base. The ball been fair. It would have been almost an outfield fly. 1-1 one, one delivery. Fastball over for a call strike. It's 1-2. and two. Salma looking in to get his sign from Canizero. The one-two delivery, a curve bounce back over the mound. It's going to be tough to make a play. And it's an infield hit for Alibar. Roy McMillan racing in, trying to bury it. had no chance to make the play. And the Braves have their second infield hit up, Dick Salma. The ball took that tantalizing high hop. Salma reached as high as he could. And it was just beyond his reach and dropped in behind him. Sadowski is the batter. There goes Alomar, a swing and a miss. The pick by Canizero, the slide. He's out. Canizero to McMillan, and Alomar is out trying to steal. Beautiful hard throw and a great tag by McMillan. Roy had to tag him high because the throw was a little bit wide on the second base side. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left. At the end of an inning and a half, it's the Braves nothing and the Mets nothing. It's hard to imagine New York City without every kind of jazz from Dixieland to Progressive. Fortunately, you don't have to. Listen. That's Backstreet Rag, a uniquely American sound. It came up from Mississippi out of New Orleans with the Negro jazz men who played it to the world. But they didn't stop with Dixieland and the blues. Down comes the pitch. And the curve is on the outside corner across the right. 
Jim Hickman on deck, and then Ron Swoboda. Now Sadowski has pitched to Christopher as a drive hit toward the alley in left center. Moving back is Jones. He's under it, and he makes the grab. He took it right on the edge of the warning track in deep left center field. Nobody on. Now Jim Hickman. Jim batting 224. Foul ball back into the screen. Strike one. Opening the Cincinnati series, it will be Tug McGraw, probably against Jim O'Toole. Over his last five starts, Tug has an earned run average of 1.8. Curve is in the dirt. One ball, one strike. Three inside the infield, way around the left against Jim Hickman. On a curve in time and it broke outside. Two balls and a strike. Check swing and a foul ball off to the right. No play. It's two and two.
beat a crowd of 10,000 today to go beyond the 1,700,000 mark in home attendance.
fastball is fouled into the webbing of the glove of Chris Canizero, sticking there as he held onto the ball. Mac Jones was hit by a pitch his first time, up his average staying at 265, a left-hand batter. He has 28 home runs and 68 runs batted in. He swings at a changeup and pulls it fouled on the right field line, strike one. A changeup again, another foul ball at strike two. This time the ball top foul down near the catching position. So Dick Zelma just a strike away from striking out the side here in the top of the third. Score is nothing, nothing. The Braves with two hits, the Mets have none. And the right-hander into the short wind, up and back again with a hard fastball. It misses low and outside, ball one. One ball and two strikes. On deck batter is Felipe Lou. Hank Aaron is not playing today. He injured his foot, fouling a ball off yesterday. He took batting practice and is available. Now the next pitch foul back over the screen. So the count stays at one ball and two strikes. Milwaukee Braves with a strong bench. They have Hank Aaron sitting there with 29 home runs. Along with that, Jim Beecham, Johnny Blanchard, Ty Klein, Billy Cowan, Mike Calhoun, Don Diller, Jesse Gonder. Pitch is inside for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Dennis Benke, Frank Thomas, and Bill Woodward. Braves going all out, trying to win the pennant in their final season in Milwaukee. They trail by two and a half games in fourth place. Now Selma, 2-2. A changeup hit hard down the right field line. A base hit coming over Joe Christopher to pick it up. And Mac Jones holds it first base. So one changeup too many as Dick Selma gives up a single to Mac Jones. And now the batter will be Philippe Lou. That is the third hit for the Braves here in the ballgame. Two men out in the top of the third. Alou had a base hit his first time up, so he is one for one, batting at 299. Right-hand batter with 23 home runs and 72 runs batted in. And the first pitch is hit in the air to shallow right field. Joe Christopher charging in, has plenty of time. The ball high in the air, and he makes a catch and that retires the side. So in the inning, no runs. One hit, no errors, and one man left. And the score at the end of two and a half, the Braves nothing, the Mets nothing. Now it's time for another unusual fact from the Viceroy Hall of Records. You know, the umpires around the league today keep themselves pretty well covered. They wear a face mask, shin guards, chest protectors, and all the umpires' usual armor. But you know what the umpire of the first baseball game in Berlin, Germany, wore? A real suit of armor. I sure would like to have seen that. Here's something you're seeing around lately. More and more fans are smoking Viceroy. And no wonder. Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter. And not too light like some others. You know the kind. They just don't seem to satisfy your taste. But when you light up a Viceroy, you get the filter cigarette that's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Not too strong and not too light. The taste that's right. It's the bottom half of the third. The score at nothing, nothing. The Rays have three hits. The Mets looking for their first, and their first batter will be Chuck Charlie Smith. batting for the first time, batting in the seventh position in the batting order. He'll be followed by Chris Canizero and then the pitcher Dick Selma. Bob Shadowski working for the Milwaukee Braves. Bob has picked
it's the six batters got the ball. Giving up a line drive to Joe Christopher, the closest that the Mets have come to a base hit. Mets in their last two games have been held to one hit in each, which has tied a major league record. First pitch to Charlie Smith, a curveball all the way, and it's ball one. Sadowski making his 31st appearance on the mound, his 11th start. He has a record of 5-7. and seven. Charlie back in the lineup after being out, after being hit by a fungal ball during infield practice a couple of days ago. Pitch back to him is in and looked at for strike one. One ball and one strike. hitting at 2.52. He has 16 home runs and 59 runs better than And the right-hand pitcher into the swing and back at 1-1 and a curveball is swung on a miss. Strike two. One ball and two strikes. Charlie has been in the throes of a batting slump here in the last seven or eight ball games, getting only one base hit. Now the 1-2 delivery. A curve back hit hard on the ground to short. Sandy Alomar takes the second out, throws to first base for the out. One away in the bottom half of the third, no score. Now Chris Canizero coming up for the first time. Chris batting 175. Still looking for his first home run in the major leagues. So far this year, he has had nine extra base hits, seven doubles and two triples. In batting practice, he hit one out, and he was explaining it to all the players about how hard he hit the ball. Got a new stance, and he takes the first pitch outside, a curveball, ball one. Chris coming up with a new stance, holding his back elbow high in the air and lowering his front shoulder. And Chris feels that might give him some additional power. Now the 1-0 pitch by Bob Sadowski, a fastball in for call strike. One ball and one strike. Chris didn't like the call. He's arguing with... Mighty fine umpire, Al Bonnick. And Al changes balls for him. Al is the crew chief of this group. Augie Donatelli at first base, Stan Landis the umpire at second base, and Mel Steiner the umpire at third. This is a good group of umpires. Augie Donatelli at one time was a crew chief. Now the 1-1 pitch. It's fouled off. Ball going up into the upper stands, and the count one ball and two strikes. He is not exactly what you would consider the epitome of an umpire. He's a jolly, good-natured fellow with a good sense of humor. Al Bonick fits the pattern perfectly. He's a very stern, judge-type person. Now at one-two. The pitch is just high, and it's ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Stan Landis looks like an umpire. He's heavy set and looks like he could run a ball game just by the way he approaches it. And also, Mel Steiner fits a pretty good pattern of what an umpire might look like. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Bounds slowly towards shortstop. A tough chance for Alomar. He one hand, throws the first wildly, and Chris Canizero safe. Ball thrown down the line toward home plate, and Gene Oliver had to come off the bag to make a one-hand grab. It scored a base hit for Canizero. Alomar might have had him with a good throw, but he had to throw in a hurry while running, and he couldn't get the ball off in a direct line. So the Mets have their first hit, and now the batter will be Dick Selva. Selva switch hitter batting left-handed against the right-hand pitcher, Bob Sadowski. Dick has one hit and two times up in his major league career. He's a good athlete. He squares around, bunts hard, back to the mound. A play at second base in time. On the first base, not in time. Ball thrown away, but bounced.
bouncing back toward the field. And Dick Selma stays at first base. So the force play at second base eliminates Chris Catazero. Selma takes over at first base, and with two men out, the batter will be Chuck Keller. second time. He lined to second base his first time up, hitting now at 237. Chuck a left-hand batter with six home runs and 22 runs batted in. He hits a hard ground ball through in the right field of base Dick Selma's going to try for third. The throw comes into second base and Selma goes into third standing up. Well, the Mets have their first two hits of the ball game. Runners now at first and third with two men out. And Roy McCullen coming up. Eddie Cranepool written on it, carried by 
couple of boys. And it says scalp the Braves. Very well done. One strike delivery moves Matthews back as he slides away from a low fastball. The count one ball and one strike. It'll be Eddie Matthews, Joe Torrey, and Gene Oliver against Dick Selma. Braves have three hits. The Mets have two. And a fastball is swung on a missed strike two. And that fastball was right by Matthews. Selma is fast today. has been noted as a hard thrower in spring training. He had that reputation. He's backing it up well here today. Now a ground ball foul to the right side as he took something off the next pitch and the count goes one ball, two strikes. Mets are looking for strong arms and they have two in Dick Selma and Doug McGraw. Doug is a scheduled pitcher Tuesday night against Cincinnati. Pitch back is a high fastball out of the strike zone and Matthews goes for it and fouls it down in the dirt. One ball, two strikes. Had the very pleasant experience of getting a haircut from Chuck McGraw just before the ball game. Came out all right. Not yourself. You feel more so when you listen to this. Our television show. 
for the service the latter part of this month and will be in for six months and will come out sometime in March. Now the 1-2 pitch, curveball back just high. Counted two balls and two strikes. Two and two on Eddie Matthews. Eddie wearing a glove on his right hand as he bats. He swings at a curveball, misses strike three, and that is strikeout number seven. outside. That's ball one. Torrey with another big year. 26 home runs and 76 runs batted in. The 26 home runs is career high. Joe has a liking for Shea Stadium. And a changeup is looked at again. This time the pitch too low for ball two. This ballpark is considered to be a hitter's park, although today it is not because the wind is blowing in strongly from center field. Distance is 341 down the line. Pitch back a fastball over the outside corner. Belt high, strike one. Center field 410 feet away. The alleys, left center and right center, 371 feet. Ball carries well here in Shea Stadium. One strike. Torrey now waiting for the next delivery. It's a curveball, and he swings and fouls it in the ground. Strike two. Two and two for Dick Selva. Dick struck out the side in the first inning, got one strikeout in the second. Struck out two in the third, has one here in the fourth. In between, the Braves have picked up three base hits. Fastball foul back in the screen. So the guy stays at two balls and two strikes. Setting the signs, and a fastball is hit on the line to center field. Jim Hickman playing a shallow center field is right there as he moves on in and makes the catch. Otori lines out for the second out here in the top of the fourth. And now the batter will be Gene Oliver. Gene struck out his first time up. Huh? Oliver with an average of 262. Curveball is hit off the high part of the bat down toward first base. It's picked up by Greenpool. Some recovering at first base completes the play for the third out of the inning. So it's a one, two, three inning for Dick Selma. And at the end of three and a half innings, the Braves nothing, the Mets nothing. Say, what do you think of when you think of Denmark? The Kimberly Gardens, the beaches, the blogs. Many people think of two board beer. Which isn't at all surprising because Tuborg seems to have so many of the qualities Denmark is famous for. It's a bright, happy brew full of gaiety and hospitality. The hospitality of Copenhagen, where the Tuborg breweries are founded in 1873. If you're a beer connoisseur, you may note the distinctive tang of the fine European hops and the Danish barley. If you simply like a first-rate beer, you'll find Tuborg usually unusually refreshing with a flavor you remember and look forward to from one bottle to the next. Tuborg is a beer you'll savor slowly. 
And while you do, it holds its flavor in the glass. It doesn't go flat quickly. It's a flavor that's aged for six months and is given its final bloom by the motion of the ship that brings it across the Atlantic to you. Two Bork beer is distributed by Langold Breweries. Try it. And when you do, we think you'll say that Langold has done something right again.
strikeout, looking at a fastball his first time up. Jim batting 223 with 13 home runs and 31 runs batted in. Mets have had only two hits in this series with the Milwaukee Braves, and Jim has had one. It was a home run. And he grounds the first pitch foul for strike one. before today. The Mets in this ballgame have two base hits. And the one strike pitch, the curveball that's in high, ball one. One ball, one strike. Mets have eight more playing dates after this ballgame. Three with Cincinnati starting Tuesday. Two with the Pirates and three with the Philadelphia Phillies. Next pitch is high, a fastball. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. Cincinnati series will be two night games and a day game. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday afternoon. Let's then go on the road, returning here against the Pirates on September 28th and 29th. Next pitch is high, and it's ball three. Three balls and one strike. And the Mets will play three games in October here at Shea Stadium. The first, second, and third against the Philadelphia Phillies. And that will be it. 1965 will be wrapped up as far as New York is concerned. A 3-1 pitch to Jim Hickman is high for ball four. So Bob Sadowski walks his first man. Let's now have a runner at first base with two men out and Ron Swoboda coming up. the right field his first time up. He's batting 232. He still leads the club at home runs with 19. He has driven in 48 runs. Last year, the Mets club leader was Charlie Smith, who hit 20 home runs. Charlie, the on-deck batter. And the first pitch is a curveball. It's too low for ball one. Now it started to go held off, and the pitch just missed the strike zone. One ball, no strikes. checking the signs and a throw to first base and Hickman just gets back him going back in standing up almost didn't make it now Sadowski sets again and again to first base and this time Jim gets back just a little bit easier hit foul to the left side. Don Hefner making a fair hand play. One ball, one strike count. Hickman has had one stolen base in two attempts so far this year. The club leader for the Mets is Joe Christopher, who has stolen four bases. The Mets have stolen only 23 bases for the season. Milwaukee club leader is Hank Aaron. has stolen 22 bases in 24 attempts. And with one more in this series, we'll make it at 23. Now a ground ball to the other side. Foul again, and it's one ball and two strikes. Sadowski checking in again. 
his next delivery is a fastball low and away, and it's ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Sadowski is not a fast, hard-throwing pitcher like Tony Cloninger, who won his 21st yesterday. He throws a lot of breaking pitches and also then mixes his fastball in in spots. He comes back with a curve, he gets strike three. Ron Savona pulled in the curveball, and Bob Sadowski retires the side. Getting two strikeouts in the inning, leaving one man at first base. Mets had no runs and no hits. And the score at the end of four, the Braves nothing, the Mets nothing. And now once again, here's Bob Murphy. Okay, Ralph, Dick Selma moving out to the mound. We'll be going to inning number five with no score. And the Braves will have Frank Bowling coming up to lead off in the top half of the fifth inning. McGraw will be starting against Cincinnati Tuesday night. His mound opponent probably will be Jim O'Toole. The Reds are here Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday afternoon. Following the Cincinnati series, the Reds will be going on their final road trip of the year. Then returning to Shea Stadium for their final home action against Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Right here, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And this is WG. Murphy with Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. No score, and we're going to inning number five. Ryan Gold would like to remind you that on Saturday, September 18th, we view Banks New York Jets play the Kansas City Chiefs in their first home American Football League game of the season at Shea Stadium. Line drive hit off of a curve by bowling in the left field for a base hit leading off in the fifth inning. Second information regarding the Jets' home opener here at Shea Stadium against Kansas City. Call 421-6600. 421-6600. They open Saturday night, September 18th. Frank Bowling on first base. He hit the first pitch thrown by Dick Selma. And now the batter is Sandy Alomar. Alomar has great running speed. Looking down now to see if the bunt play is on. Charlie Smith shortening up at third. Now Salma in the stretch. A throw to first, not in time. Single to left by Frank Bowling is the fourth hit given up by Dick Salma. He's around the bunt, doesn't offer, it's over for a strike. A throw to first, not in time. Predicting rain this afternoon. 
Here's the pitch on the way. A line shot down the right field line of foul ball. It was fouled by a couple of inches. Bob Sadowski just missing a run scoring base hit.
Super Shell, of course, is blended with Platformate, the well-known mileage ingredient. Chances are you've seen it demonstrated on television. Platformate really works. So, for good mileage, keep your engine tuned up. And keep your tank filled with Super Shell gasoline. It's blended by mileage experts to help you get good mileage. Last of the fifth inning, Charlie Smith will be coming up against Bob Sadowski. Charlie's second time up. He grounded out to the shortstop, Sandy Alomar, in the third. Charlie hitting 252. Outside and low, one ball, no strikes. Sadowski has walked one, struck out three, allowed no runs, two base hits. Next pitch on the way. Fastball, letter high for a strike, one and one. Charlie asking Al Bollick about it.
Brown gives the pitch. A swing and a miss, he struck him out. The Mets are out in order in that half of the fifth inning. Sadowski's fourth strikeout. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Five innings complete. The Braves, no runs, four hits, no errors. The New York Mets, no runs, two hits, no errors. In Philadelphia at County Mike Stadium, they are still being delayed because of rain. The game was started. The Cardinals got a run in the first inning, and then they had to stop. Nelson Brown starting against Lou Burdett. Here are the warm-ups for the first game today at Candlestick Park. Larry Jackson, a 12-game winner, will be on the mound for Chicago. Bob Bolin, a record of 9-5, will be pitching for the league-leading San Francisco Giants. That doubleheader is just underway. The Cubs scoreless in the first inning. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh postponed rain. And a little bit later, the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. In the American League, the White Sox lead the Yankees 1-0 after two and a half. Al Downing pitching against Tommy John. The Minnesota Twins, who have opened up a nine-game lead in the American League, lead the Red Sox 1-0 going to the last of the eighth inning. A pitching duel between Mudcat Grant and Earl Wilson. With Grant trying to win his 19th, he's the top winner of the American League. California Angels and the Washington Senators, no score after two and a half. Dean Chance against Frank Kreitzer. Detroit and Cleveland were rained out in Cleveland. Kansas City and Baltimore are being del delayed because of rain in Baltimore. It's the sixth inning, and center fielder Mac Jones is up against Dick Selma. Curve ball taken high. One ball and no strikes. Now the pitch by Selma. A high pop fly into short left. McMillan goes out. Svoboda comes in. Ron Kolick makes the catch. One out and nobody on. Now Philippe Alou. Alou has been up twice, has reached on an infield hit, fly to right field. Philippe is hitting at 299. Now Dick Salma out of his wind up the pitch. Fastball off the outside corner, and he had plenty on it. One ball and no strikes. on another fastball. It's one ball, one strike. The one one delivery by Selma. Drive in the air to left field. Flaboda drifting back. He's there. Makes the catch. Brown drifting back at the edge of the warning track to take the line drive. Two outs and nobody on in the visiting sixth inning. And the hitter coming up is Eddie Matthews. Eddie has been up twice and been struck out twice. Fastball just inside to Matthews. One ball and no strike. Field 
dispatcher on the message board a moment ago on the baseball quiz that's posted during each game. Swing and a miss on a curve. It's one and two. The question was asked against what catcher was the most stolen bases charged against in one inning? Well, the answer is eight, charged to Steve O'Neill in 1915 and Mike Gonzalez in 1919. Fastball inside. It's two and two.
Rocky Winding. Here's the pitch to McMillan. A ground ball to shortstop. Sandy Alomar is up with it. And his straight to Oliver is in time for McMillan. Two and down. Two outs, nobody on. Eddie Cranebrew has fouled out to Joe Torrey and grounded out to Gene Oliver, the first baseman. So Eddie is 0 for 2 as he steps in against Brad Sadowski.
Chicago Cubs, to the Milwaukee Braves, and to the New York Mets, and then to the Phils and the Astros and the Braves. Here's a pitch swung on and fouled off. Into the Braves dugout. Two and two is the count. With Tori up, Gene Oliver is waiting in the on-deck circle. A crisp afternoon here at Chase Stadium in New York. A stiff wind blowing in this afternoon. Here's a two-two-pitch fastball outside. It's a full count of three and two. The wind has been a definite factor in several of those balls that have been into the outfield this afternoon. Again, Soma with the payout. Pitch swung on it on the ground to third. Taken by Charlie Smith. He plays it across the green pool.
in the bottle is often Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, which has the largest Jewish community in the world, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. How come? We don't know. But we must be doing something right. Here's the one-two pitch. Fastball, and 
Morris outside, and it's 2-2. Two -two. Yeah, that is the wrong. 
postpone because of rain. The Cardinals in the field postpone rain. Here's a pitch inside. They got two and oh. Situation just like this. And 
Harris in second hand did not attempt to bunt them over. And Reagan was really raked over the coals by the newspaper strategist. Reagan goes out to talk to Joe Joe White, his third base coach at the moment. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than anywhere in the world, more people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. Now, Coach Joe Joe White goes up to talk to the runner at second, Bill Woodward. Runners lead first and second. Here's a 3-1 pitch. 
the uh, garbage duty first. In the Met program, Gordon Richardson is the left-hander. Darrell Sutherland is the right-hander, warming up. Thank <laughs> you. 
you try them, you'll agree. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Viceroy's got the taste that's right.
Harris and Tracy Stallard. Also struck out 10 on one occasion. Here's the pitch load to Matthews. One and up. Double barrel action in the Mets bullpen. Gordon Richardson, Darrell Sutherland. Through eight innings, the Braves no runs, four hits, no errors. The Mets no runs, three hits, no errors.
outstanding and the top of the night.
high for a ball. So Christopher moves out to the on-deck circle.
Woodward is scheduled up. He's a weak hitting shortstop. And now Bobby Bregan's going to go to that muchly talented bench of his. And he's going to be Johnny Blanchard.
that the Braves are, you keep up your bench for situations just like this. They're in an extra inning ball game. You figure that's what gives you the advantage. Breaking ball is hit deep to right, and going back is Christopher, but it's playable. He's in the warning track, and he makes the catch. Christopher going back into the warning track to make the catch. He is coming up to bat for himself here in the top half of the 10th inning. He struck out, struck out. Sacrifice for safe on the field is short. Pitch is outside for a ball. Now, Mr. Matt Winnick just pointed out a truth. The ball that Blanchard hit is a home run in Yankee Stadium. field corner. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Swung on and sliced out to the right side and out of play. It's 1-1. One one. Two men out, nobody on base. But a 1-1 one one count to Sadowski. Pitches in for Baseball. 
Bryson, bottom half of the tenth inning. Box. 
Curry out in front of the plate, rubbing up the ball before returning it to Sadowski. Sadowski struck out eight, walk one. Bobby Bragan doing a little pacing in the Braves dugout. Strikeout. As he finally got a total of 13. 